And now Horn. Stewart wants it. And looks for Emma Ketchy! Hello there and welcome back to the Grand Old Team podcast. This is a, a lowdown special on Everton's potential signing. It is looking like it is going to be done now. It's Cenk Dusan um, and I'm joined by Khan Bezit, who's a freelance sports writer and a Besiktas fan. Khan, uh, thanks for coming on to the Grand Old Team podcast at such short notice. I was literally emailing you about half an hour ago and then we decided that we've got 20 minutes. I know your, I know your son is watching Despicable Me, um, so uh, he's, he's pretty <laughs> preoccupied. So thanks for doing this, mate. Much appreciated. I'm very glad to do it. Um, yeah, really hope Jenka finds himself a good home there in Liverpool with uh, the best uh, club of the city. So uh... There you go. You know what you're doing, Khan, don't you? Coming on to an Everton podcast and saying that. You did. You were telling me that you, uh, you've, you've been to Liverpool before and you actually own a little Everton bracelet. Um, how, how did that come about then, Khan? Well, there was this, uh, this, this thing going on on the pier. I don't remember exactly what it was, but like lots of tourists were there, I guess. And there was some, uh, I think it was uh, like a military ship there as well, docked in the bay. Okay. Um, and there was just something going on. There was this little table where they were selling stuff. And uh, I saw they had these little uh, rubber Everton bracelets. And I don't really have a, a club of preference in England, uh, unlike most people who have their their team but i don't know everton's a team it does kind of appeal to me you know not uh, um one of the, the the traditional huge clubs that everyone's you know all the international people across the world are fans of but it's a very uh, charming club and I, I really like the colors and uh, of course Romelu lukaku i think was playing there at the time and i'm from belgium and i've always uh, been a, a fan of lukaku's I, I know he might not be most popular now in Everton I don't know about that but uh, I definitely uh, followed the club and um, well if I had to choose between Liverpool and, and Everton it would always be Everton so uh, I, I picked up a bracelet and uh, I still have it somewhere but I'm not sure where it is now. <laughs> um, no that's that's a nice little story and also you know before we hit record you were telling me you have a, a Denver Bar Chelsea shirt too which I was yes. saying that we, we, ha- we hold Signed. Denver Bar in quite high regard, so uh, that's fine. And also, I believe Denver Bar went off and played for Besiktas after Chelsea. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I have I have a shirt to signed and everything, and he played for us for about a year. He did really well, and then we sold him to China for a nice profit. Uh, and he's been back on a six-month loan last season, uh, but he was still recovering from a, a serious knee injury, so he wasn't 100%. But it might actually, uh, if we do end up selling Jenk, to you guys, it's a possibility that Dembaba might come back. Uh, depends on how long the contract will be. I'm not 100% sure on that. There's talk of a two-and-a-half-year contract, but that seems a little bit long for me, given that he's going on 33 years old. But, um, uh, yeah, top-fit Dembaba is definitely somebody I, I wouldn't mind seeing on our bench, most likely, because we also have uh, Alvaro Negredo, of course, who used oh, to play Negredo's for... Negredo's there, is he? Of yeah, course. yeah, yes. Jenks has been keeping him on the bench for most of the season, but he's uh, he's very... He's been doing quite well, actually. Uh, anytime he comes in, he does well, and, uh, you know, Jenk, uh, he's, he's, of course, a little bit the apple of uh, Chanel Gunish's eye, and uh, definitely deservingly so. I mean, the guys fought his entire career at Besiktas to get to where he is at right now. He wasn't given anything 
on the silver platter. Uh, when he first came in, we just had bought Dembaba, and he was a third choice because we had just signed him uh, on a free transfer from uh, Gaziantep Spor, where he had played since uh, January 2011, and he had done really quite well there. But, you know, I mean, most big Turkish clubs, they keep an eye on uh, players that do well at the smaller clubs, and then they tend to sign them and, you know, kind of use them as a reserve and stuff like that. And that's kind of what happened to... Uh, to Cenk in his first season under Slaven Bilic, uh, former West Ham coach now. But um, the thing with Cenk is he was third in the picking order, like I said, but he really deserved to be second behind Dembaba at the time. We have a guy called Mustafa Pektimek, but he really just isn't up to snuff uh, for uh, a club of Bistas' stature, and, and his performances didn't really live up to it. And, and Cenk slowly, as the season went on, uh, started to earn his keep as uh, the second striker in the team. And he even scored the winning goal against Tottenham in uh, the Europa League group stages that season uh, in, in Istanbul. And he scored, I believe, eight goals throughout the season, uh, some very crucial ones coming in as a substitute. Uh, he really had a little bit of a super sub role that season. And he didn't play all that many games. Uh, I think about um, maybe 20 altogether, but only four or five starts in the league at eight goals. Certainly not too bad. Uh, then when Mario Gomez came, uh, he started off the season as uh, the first striker. Uh, scored a hat-trick on the opening match day and all that. So that kind of kept Gomez on the bench for a little bit longer. But it was always going to be Gomez that was going to play, of course. And he ended up scoring 26 league goals that season. But Cenk also scored, um, I think in, to in total, he scored 18 goals that season. Um, because he played quite a few games in the Europa League that year, with okay. Gomez being rested. And uh, I, 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 I have to just, well, because I think around maybe... 11 or 13 goals in the league that season, but a couple of really important ones, including a very important assist in uh, Ali Samian against Galatasaray on the road that got us a 1-0 victory, a uh, very crucial one. Uh, and that was when he came in as a sub and he kind of forced the game open with a really good assist. Uh, and that's kind of Jenk, you know, he was really working hard all the time. And also in between the seasons, he works harder than any player I've, I've ever seen at, at Besiktas at least. And uh, I, I kind of resemble him to Cristiano Ronaldo in that regard. Uh, by no means, you know, playing style or anything like that. But Ronaldo is also known to be, you know, not the, 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 the ta most talented player in the world, although some fanboys might... Uh, <clears throat> Disagree with me on that one, but he definitely isn't the most technically gifted footballer in the world. But Ronaldo works so hard that even at age 33, I think he is now, he is still at the top of, of, of his uh, ability. And that's just because of the tremendous work rate he puts in. And I see a lot of that in Cenk as well. And that's why I actually think that Cenk has a really good chance at doing well for himself in the Premier League. Okay, so um, there's, there's, there's quite a bit there, so that that's good. That lead, kind of leads me on to my, my, my first question that I was going to ask you, Con, and that was about... That... <laughs> yeah, sorry for that, I, I tend no, to no, ramble No, no, don't apologise. No, don't, no, no we, we need to... It, it, look, I, I hope this comes off now, but the odds are, Con, that I'm, I'm doing this podcast and it'll fall through and someone like West Ham will sign him. Um, but no, no, it seems like it's going to happen, so we obviously need to know as much as we can about him. Um, so, but you you, you said again before we hit record that um, you met him and you said that he was he was a really nice guy and it sounds like he's got that work ethic as well which will go a long way for him at Goodison trust me um, but what's what is he kind of like then what's his character like he's a really uh, really nice guy I'd say and he he's really um, 
comfortable in the group. Uh, he's become really close friends with Ryan Bobble in a short amount of time, and they really link up really well. And I, I know you guys remember him from his time at Liverpool for sure. Yeah. Uh, definitely not his best uh, period in his career, but he's really had a revitalization now since joining Besiktas, and, and de- them two have really found each other. And and Jenks just somebody you know he's not gonna. He's not going to piss any of his teammates off. He's going to speak his mind. He's, he's, he's I think, a kind of slowly growing into a little bit of a leadership role in the okay. team now. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the only thing, you know, that, that you might notice with him, and I, I, I'm not sure if it's going to be this bad in England, but in Turkey he tends to really rile, get riled up about the referees. Does he? <laughs> yeah, he's very passionate and he's a winner and, you know, when a decision doesn't go his way, uh, he can get really annoyed at it. And uh, I get it, though, sometimes. But uh, that, that's got him a couple of yellow cards in the past, but never a sending off or anything like that. So Come on, that's, that is... that, that's perfectly fine. Um, we've been making a bit of a joke about this recently on the podcast, the other lads that I do the podcast with sometimes, and talking mm-hmm. about how Everton... Um, I don't know if you're too familiar with this word, but it's the word snide, and it means, like, you know, a nasty streak. Um, yeah. that a team can have and, and it's something that Everton have actually lacked historically um, especially mm-hmm. in recent times probably post post Moyes um, so Martinez and under Koeman as well we didn't really have that that grit but it's starting to come back under Allardyce and it sounds like if Jenks got that to him that'll Definitely. be another way that he'll kind of endear himself to us so that's all great you know that he's like that as long as obviously you know so you're saying there's a potential for it to bubble over sometimes um, yeah I think yellow cards, and maybe he'll get a suspension out of from time to time, you know, due to yellow card accumulation. But we can ne- live with that. But he's never had, uh, like, you know, you have the kind of players, like, we, for example, you have Ricardo Quaresma, uh, who I'm sure you know as well. And he's the type of guy that when he loses himself in a match and gets all effed up a little yeah. bit, he can take two yellow cards in the time span of one minute because he's a, a hothead. A hothead. But Cenk, you know, he'll take the yellow and then he'll, he'll know to keep it down a little bit um but definitely jenks somebody that's going to try and rile uh, up the players uh, his teammates and stuff like that it may of course take some time you know because if you come into a new environment and you need to keep in mind it's going to be his first uh transfer outside of turkey and he has of course uh, gone through the youth uh, academy at, in, in germany and all that stuff so he knows european football but senior level wise turkey's really been all he's had so uh this is going to be his first move into a strange uh surrounding so he might need a little bit of time yeah but i saw um saw somebody i follow on twitter mention he may need six to twelve months and i really don't think that's going to be the case because like i said he was he's born and raised in germany uh he speaks english uh perfectly fine so uh yeah I yeah. think he'll be fine on that regard, you know. Yeah, that's always a concern. Obviously, we signed um, Sandro, um, and Sandro is, is, seems like he's taken a long time to settle, and he may, he might not settle. Um, but what what that again leads me on to another question, Con, that I was going to ask you. And, and and my only kind of concern, I've watched a bit of of, uh, of Jank. Obviously, I've I've done the things that usual fans do and, and going and watching his best bits um, on YouTube and whatever. And he looks like he has. Uh, what what the question I have though is why, why is it taking him so long to to win a move from Turkey, um, what, what is there any question marks around that? I don't think it's taken him all that long. You need to keep in mind that he only really became the first striker last season, mm. and even last season he 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 did share that role a lot with uh, Vincent Abubakar, who's now at uh, FC Porto, 
and has a, is having a tremendous season, mind you. He scored also five uh, goals in the Champions League. I believe he's got 13 goals in 15 league games for Porto right now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, last season he he played a lot already, but uh, Abubakar started most of the Champions League games. Um, and, of course, he had that wonderful goal against Benfica that definitely got attention from uh, football-loving Europe. But uh, this season, I mean, he's been the undisputed number one and he's put the performances in in the Champions League, which I definitely think got a lot of extra attention. But don't forget, uh, Crystal Palace were close to signing him at the start of the season and they actually had an offer accepted, but they couldn't work out the payment plan because Palace wanted to um, pay in, uh, in one month installments, uh, one million every month or something like that for 12 months. Um, and that simply wasn't going to work for Besiktas. Uh, and now, of course, with uh, Jenk's performance in the Champions League, his price has gone up, interest has gone up. Uh, Leipzig have uh, joined uh, the chase even for him now because they were very impressed with him. Of course, we played Leipzig in the Champions League and he scored um, he scored, scored one and assisted one in the home game and in the, in the, the second game where we were already qualified. Uh, he came in late, but uh, still played very well there as well. Uh, so he definitely left a lasting impression this season. I think this was kind of his uh, coming out party uh, for people that might have not been paying too much attention to the Turkish League. Uh, and you know what? He has been putting in really good performances in the Europa League over the past couple of years. But, you know, truth be told, Europa League, definitely for Premier League clubs, that, that's always kind of under the radar and they do pay more attention to the Champions League. Even though personally I really like the charm of the Europa League and there's definitely some great players that uh, show themselves there. But it just took him to really showcase himself in the Champions League, I think, for yeah. foreign interest to really uh, get serious enough for it being worth uh, for Besiktas to consider selling him. That makes sense. Um, that makes sense. And I suppose it isn't always the hallmark of a good player that they get snapped up by Premier League clubs at an earlier age. One thing I have noticed as well um, it, it, from the videos that I've seen of him, Khan, is that he seems to have a really good relationship with your fans. Yeah, definitely. He is a Besiktas fan, actually. Right. He's always been a Besiktas fan. And, and when he was uh, out of contract with Gaziantep Spor, both Fenerbahce and Galatasaray offered him more money, but he opted for Besiktas because... One, I think, you know, he's a fan of the club and he's always wanted to play there. But also because at the time uh, we were kind of in a transitional period and he did see the chance of, well, I'm probably going to get more chances here to play. And he was right at that, of course, um, because, you know, especially Fenerbahce aren't, um, aren't that great with younger players. And at the time he was 22, I think, or something. Um, so for him, it was just the best career move. And he has been, since day one, he's had a great relationship with the fans because he's one of the fans himself. And he knows what, what the fans expect of him. And that's the thing with Cenk. You know, even when he's not having a great game, he's always going to give 100%. And um, yeah, that's that, that gets you a long way with, with our fans. And I'm sure it'll get him a long way with Everton fans as well, I hope. Oh, absolutely. That That's one of the things that... it's it's We're actually... We're actually quite an easy fan base to please. And what I mean by that is you've got Umar Nias at Everton at the moment who isn't 
a very, very good footballer, to be honest with you. But what he does have and what he does demonstrate quite frequently whenever he's he's asked to play is uh, tenacity. He doesn't stop. He, you know, he, he'll he'll chase things down, and you can see he gives us a hundred and ten percent. And it's the same. Uh, I don't know if you recall a, a player that used to play for Everton called Stephen Naismith. Again, you know, a, yeah. a decent enough footballer, a lot better football than probably Umar is. Uh, but again, you know, we we like that because if you think about Liverpool as a, as a city. Um, I mean, I'm I'm not from Liverpool. I've got family from 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 uh, from the city, so I'm not directly from Liverpool. But I I kind of get you know the the concepts of the city and the ideas of the city and the, kind of the foundations. And it's a hard working, you know, um, very down to earth city. So I think that's reflected in in the club of Everton. And I think when players come here, that's the kind of the basics that we ask for. Now Romelu Lukaku is Everton's top goal scorer in the Premier League. No one scored more than him, and he's obviously a terrific centre forward. Um, and I. I I think one of the one of the issues sometimes we had with him is that he didn't work hard enough and that kind of even though he scored lots of goals for yeah. Everton that that kind of you know lost him a little bit of respect so I think from Jenk's point of view and um, you know if he can come in and, and demonstrate that work ethic which it seems like he he has he'll be a, he'll be, he'll be a massive massive um he'll be you know he'll he'll have a good rep with the supporters and he'll probably get a bit more time you know if things don't go right for him straight away as long as he looks like he's giving 110% but Khan, does does he have any weaknesses in your opinion as a, as a footballer I Personally, I think Cenk is one of the most complete forwards I've seen in Turkey wow. uh, ever because he doesn't have any major weaknesses. But with that also comes that he doesn't really have major strengths, in my opinion. Like He's a really good header, especially for his height. And he, he does make good runs. He makes really good runs to the first post and stuff like that. Um, and he... He's he has decent pace, but he's not gonna have the blistering speed that Omar Nias has, for example. He's not going to have that uh, slow build-up, but very uh, devastating pace that L- Romelu Lukaku had. He doesn't have that. He's got decent space. He's got decent skill on uh, <laughs> pace. He's got decent skill on the ball. Uh, he's, he's 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 decently strong. He's actually qu- he's, well. You'll see it when you when you see him in person. He's really got quite uh, impressive uh, upper body strength and stuff like that. But uh, he, like I said, he trains really hard for that as well. Um, but yeah, he's not—he's not, he's not going to get you to the amount of goals that Roma Lukaku got you, I think. But the thing as well, what you need to keep in mind with Lukaku is he's been the next big thing coming since he was 16 years old at Underlegged, and he's always had this thing of he was destined for greatness. And I think that those type of people t- tend to get a little bit complacent at times. Mm. Uh, especially if they're not yet at the level that they aspire to be at, perhaps. Uh, no offense intended. Uh, and, and then, you know, they're already... Maybe they, he kind of had the feeling that he had outgrown Everton. Yes. But I think you're never going to have that with Cenk. Okay. Because that's not... Because he's going to keep on working to improving himself and proving anyone that, that doubts him wrong. And, and that's the thing that makes him special and unique. Uh, those type of players, I think, do really well in England, and that's why I actually think he's going to do really well. And for example, Gokhan Ture, who went to West Ham, and yeah, he had some injuries and all that stuff that really sidetracked him as well, but he never had that mentality that Cenk has. He kind of had the more typical Turkish mentality of, yeah, I'm good, and, uh, you know, just, I'm, I'm great, whatever. Big, kind of have a big head, and I don't think Cenk's going to have that issue. Um and that's just really why I think he's going to succeed. I don't think by any means that he's going to uh, level the performances in terms of goal scoring that the Roma Lukaku, Lukaku has. Even if you look at his track record, he's always had a very good uh, minute-to-goal ratio 
wherever he's played for the national team, for Besiktas, for Gaziantep Sport, but he's never been um, like the super goal machine monster type that scores 30 goals in a season. That's never happened. He's had his best season last year where he scored 20 league goals. Uh, could have had a couple more for sure because, like I said, he was kind of alternating a lot with Vincent Abubakar. So, I mean, had he started almost every league game, which he didn't, um, then he might have had 24, 25 perhaps. Um, but a lot of those goals were also penalties. I think six or so of those were penalties that he did score. Uh, he's a good penalty taker, by the way. Um but yeah, he doesn't have any really major weaknesses. He's not the tallest guy. I think he's one meter eighty-three, so six foot one yeah. or six foot something like that. Yeah. Um, so not the tallest striker. He's he's quite strong for his height, but not uh, like Romelu Lukaku. Um, so yeah, you know, it's it's, it's a difficult thing because that's the thing that's kind of kept him back. I think the fact that he doesn't have that extra couple of inches, you know, that. That puts him uh, makes job e- the job easier for him to battle those really strong and tall defenders because he's going to uh, suffer a little bit from that from time to time. I think that he's going to end up on an island when he's alone. Uh, and I think the type that goes well with him, for example, with us, we have Anderson Taliska now, who's kind of like Maron Fellaini in a way that he pops up in the box a lot. He has height uh, and. It's, that makes Jenks job easier because he pulls defenders away from him, creating space for the um, for the, for the midfielder coming in from it, uh, yeah, from midfield and and and, and, and u- utilizing that space for themselves. And that's where Jenks is really good at. And he's also had that with, with Ryan Babel coming in from the left and creating space for him. So he's going to need people like that around him. So I'm not really aware of how Rooney is these days. I know his performance is quite good. But uh, statistically, at least, but I'm not sure if he's still <laughs> that mobile. Yeah, uh, and, and yeah. I, I, he he won't be that. He probably won't be the yeah. guy that you're referring to there. But somebody who does spring to mind straight away, who's just come back to to fitness for us, is, is Yannick Balassi, who could be the kind of player to give him that legs and to, to you know to get him behind and stuff that might might be might suit. Um, Jenk quite well, but this is all this is all fantastic stuff. And you know what? Um, after speaking to you, I'm I'm I mean we do this show with uh, with clubs uh, supporters of clubs of the players that we sign. You know every time we do. So when we signed Jordan Pickford to Sunderland, we had a Sunderland fan on, and and Sigurdsson from from Swansea, we had a Swansea fan on. But I think everything you said, Jenk, is. Um, uh, sorry, everything you've said about Jen Connors is um, it makes me think that he probably will be a success at Everton, and that's great. Just one final question, though: How do you think he'll? Um, do you think he'll be a little bit shocked by how quiet British English um, stadiums are in comparison to to the guys over in Turkey who love to create this really vibrant and sometimes mm. very intense atmosphere? And he'll pl- probably play at Goodison when when the big boys aren't in town, and it you know it won't be. It'll be a little bit quiet, unfortunately. Can't do you? Do you think that, do you think he'll be shocked no, by I, that? I, I don't think he'll be shocked at all because we did play a couple of English teams over the past couple of years. Uh, Arsenal and, um, and Liverpool, of course. So I, I definitely don't think that um, he'll be... Um, that that will disturb him. He knows what he's, he's going into. And I think the Premier League has so many other different charms. And, and plus, I, you know, yeah, the, the English crowd aren't too rowdy as, as they are in Turkey, but they're there in numbers almost every match, as far as I know. Yeah. And, um, you know, they support their team through thick and thin, and, and that's uh, very important as well. So, uh, you know, the Turkish fan culture is, is something impressive to see 
but can also get very poisonous at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's you know when things are going well, it's it's great to have those people behind you, but they're also the first ones that start throwing crap on the field uh, when stuff doesn't go <laughs> well, he'll, all he'll, that well. Does he use social media or not? I who's Cenk? Yeah, uh, he uses Twitter. Uh, oh, does he, he? He'll he does. He'll he'll like and and he'll retweet stuff from time to time. He doesn't write all that much on there. Uh, I think he's he's he's, he's active enough in instagram he's no ryan babble by any means but like he does i i, I have noticed that he sometimes likes our stuff okay uh, cool. and stuff well, like that so i do definitely think that he 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 does read social media and see what what people are saying about him oh okay Which... well as evertonians are, are very vocal on twitter um i do often say on this show that uh that evertonians are probably the biggest and best moaners we are fantastic at having a moan on twitter so um so our Besiktas fans believe me oh okay <laughs> right he's used to it then uh, but also though we can also be the, the most hilarious as well and when he does get on a plane if he if he hasn't yet to liverpool it'll be tracked we'll know where he is um we know we'll know exactly what he's doing and uh, by the way just a bit of advice next year you know if he does celebrate christmas and he, and he has a christmas tree ensure that he only uses blue decorations on his christmas tree because <laughs> ronald coombe and our former manager put a Christmas tree up last Christmas that had red tinsel and oh. um, he had to take it down so <laughs> that's I don't know if he'll be celebrating Christmas he's of course a Muslim so I, I'm not uh, sure if course. he does that but uh, well, that's probably you know, best we... for him maybe he'll just not bother with any colored tinsel that's probably the best thing to do well you Listen... need to keep in mind he plays for the Turkish national team so red and white are always going to be mm. there at, at times yeah. unfortunately yeah, you might, you might want uh, have to have a word with him Con uh, look thank you so much for coming on mate I know you've got your little boy in uh, there and you're trying to keep him preoccupied too giving us a real good insight um keep keep hey keep on top of everton let you know keep keep um keep yourself posted on how he's I'm, getting uh, on i'm how we're getting going on. to get a, a jink shirt when he uh when he comes to everton fantastic sure. and look if you ever do come to a match obviously uh give us a shout and uh, we'll we'll make sure we look after you as well so um yeah all right then Thanks, Carl. Much appreciated. Thank well, oh, just you. quickly, and, uh, actually, before you go, where can people find yeah. you? Because I, I suppose there'll be people who want to follow you on Twitter. Oh, um, yeah, you can find me on, on Twitter, but uh, mainly uh, our account, Besiktas International. Uh, and we also have a website, which is besiktas-international.com. Uh, we post lots of news and stuff like that, match reports kind of things like that. Although I have to say we have been kind of slacking at that because real life has got so hectic lately for me and I do most of the articles. But uh, I've recently put a, a, a Cenk article on there. Uh, if you'd be interested, I'll, I, I'll definitely write up something about him as well, what, about his strengths and you yes, know, weaknesses. Do, do, <laughs> most definitely do that. And maybe you can, um, if you want, we'll get that published on, on grandoldteam.com as well. Um, For give sure. Me, give me um, a shout about that. So thanks a lot, Con. Happy New Year to you, mate. And uh, I'll hopefully speak yeah. to you again soon. All the best. You too, and all the Everton fans as well. Hope you guys do well. And uh, hopefully Cenk, uh, if he does come, which I expect he will, uh, gets off to a flying start. Thanks, mate. See you later then. It's enough to make your heart go 